Hello, I hope everyone is doing well. We are here with Abdul, the CEO of Alg Oracle. Um, I'm sure you guys already know, I'm real at real Lauren Wixom, and then this is... At, at real, real Monty, Monty Allen, Allen. AKA your <laughs> nerd. Heck yeah, awesome. So Abdul, why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about your background and how Alg Oracle came into fruition, how it came to be. Thanks Lauren. Uh, and, and thanks for having me, guys. You guys are on a great show over there. Um, just wanted to start maybe telling about myself. I've been in the business world with a business major, but also did computer science uh, as well. And I've kind of worked between both worlds, so to speak. So project management and business analysis. I've done fintech, real estate, those types of industries. Um, and kind of started my own software organization a few years ago, building custom mobile and web applications for clients. Uh, sometimes doing the development, sometimes doing the business side of things, uh, and so well-rounded. I like it. Things, yeah. yeah. So one of the benefits of kind of having your own uh, software shop is you get to try a lot of different types of pet projects. Uh, and one of our bigger projects was this bet tracking application that helps you kind of uh, track your sports bets. Um, and so what what went on from that was, hey, why don't we introduce decentralized uh, sports betting? And so. To do that, we found the biggest roadblock was to find the right chain. And you know, we spent a couple months researching it and we settled on Algorand. I think there was really no competition when it came to that. Um, and so the next step for us was start building and immediately we realized we needed an Oracle. So you can say necessity is the mother of invention. Uh, once really again. Yeah, and so because of that, we, we waited a couple of months for, I think there was a couple of different announcements at the time. Uh, so we waited, and then in the summer of 2021, a few months ago, we decided, let's get started, let's, st let's start building one. Um, then we got some amazing support from Uncode, who ran an Algorand hackathon. We joined that. Uh, the great, great crew over there um, kind of walked us through uh, setting up for Accelerator. We presented, got amazing feedback during that hackathon, ended up you, winning. You, you, you placed, right? Yeah, yeah, we ended up winning it. Yeah, um, yeah it, was, it was a great, lot of great projects coming out, and I think there, there's a lot of them launching. Uh, like there's an Algorand naming service coming out of it, uh, Upside Finance, a lot of great projects coming out from there. Um, but yeah, so since then, the ball has just been kind of rolling and uh, has a snowball effect since then. Sweet. Okay, well, for those newbies who are just getting to know the Crypto Nerd channel, maybe they don't know about, you know, crypto or IT development, all that good stuff. Um, can you explain what an Oracle even is? Yeah, sure. Yeah. So, yeah, great question. Uh, so in my situation, you know, uh, let's say me and you wanted to kind of place a bet against each other against, you know, the Raptors versus the Dallas Mavericks. Um, we can do that on chain but we don't have the odds. And if that, when that game is over, we won't know what the score is on the blockchain. So we need to go get that information from outside. One of the more popular applications has been DeFi. So how do you know what the price of Bitcoin is on the Algorand network? You can't without some sort of outside information. Uh, so that's where an Oracle comes in. It brings that outside information on chain so we can do things such as DeFi applications or sports uh, applications. Perfect. So you provide that information. How do we know 
that information is reliable, trusted, secure? You know, how, 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 you know what's, the, what's the process there? That's a great question. And that's actually known as the Oracle problem. It's not something that started with blockchain. It goes way back decades, uh, since the 70s and 80s, is in a closed system where everyone's trusted, once you introduce a single link from the outside, that link, the whole network is just as good as that link. Uh, so what we do is we've done a lot of mathematical research. We have statisticians on the team to determine how you can spot bad feeds. Uh, once you do that and you're mathematically able to separate the good from the bad, uh, then the other question is how do you get that clean data onto the blockchain? Uh, and then we have what's called kind of a consensus agreement where you have tons of people uh, who are running these things called nodes. Uh, and what they do is each node runner, it can be the thousands, all get the same values. They all have to agree in, this, in essence that yes, this is the right value. So, you know, to, for, for maybe some of the newer people watching, to give an example of this is, if we're all watching that same Raptors-Dallas game, uh, we all know the score and we're all going to tell, write, write down what we think the score is uh, after watching the game. There's going to be the official, official record keeper, which would be the NBA in this case, but we're also secondary keepers. So we see what the NBA reports, and then we, we report that. And as long as we all agree, uh, there won't be any kind of uh, question about who's right. So that's that's how we do that. Are there any limitations to the kind of information that can be plugged in? Any any you know any kind of feed can get plugged in? Yeah, as long as it's numerical, uh, it can be plugged in. We have discussed with a few different people about text-based data. Uh, and I think that's one of the kind of cool things about Algorical is uh, because we have this thing called bounty hunting, and we can talk a bit more about that later, uh, even text data that's not used right away, it's a lot harder to verify because you can't do the same mathematical analysis. Um, but because of the layer of bounty hunting where you kind of catch bad feeds after the fact and you can go back and, and kind of penalize, uh, there is a possibility to get text-based data on chain from single source uh, providers. but. Ultimately, our main goal and our main focus now in the long term is numerical data. Uh, and yeah, it can be any type of numerical data. It can be the number of constellations in the night sky, things like that. Mm. Excellent. All right, That's let me ask cool. one more question, then I'll let, I'll let Lauren go. So the um, information that you're you're gathering now, do you have like a, 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 you know, a backlog already of, you know, data sources? Because you mentioned sports earlier, but it could be weather, it could be, uh, you know, Planet Watch. It could be um, for scientific use. It could be for, you know, any number of applications. It seems like it's almost unlimited. Do you have do you have a backlog already? Yeah. So we're focusing right now on cryptocurrency. We're focusing on sports data, uh, and we're focusing on weather as well. So that's kind of what we're going to have hope to launch with. Let's go with um, weather. So those are the feed providers. Now let's go to the people who consume this. How do they how do they plug into the Oracle and, and gather this information? Yeah, great question. Right now, it's just going to be a matter of connecting to our application. So uh, you pretty much call the global state of our application. Uh, we're trying to make it as easy as possible uh, to get that data. And so there's going to be uh, a group of smart contracts. So for example, there's going to be a main smart contract that has all the app IDs for you know the different continents. So you can get the app ID of, of the region you're interested in, and then you can find the smart contract and just call that smart contract directly. Excellent. Okay. okay cool. Fire away, Lauren. Sweet. Kind of more of just a comment. I think it's super cool um, that 
Alg Oracle is now a thing on the Algorand blockchain. Both my parents are in IT, so I've kind of grown up in that world. My mom, uh, she's a systems engineer. Uh, she does development. She's worked with Oracle and SQL and all of that. So I don't know. I just think it's super cool to see how it's, you know, with Web3, like how everything is kind of, I, I guess, it's I'm kind of losing world. my words. Yeah, yeah. It's just, it's just crazy just to see yeah. how much everything's growing, especially with Algorand. So. Yeah. Yeah, totally. When you were doing I your guess... research, uh, I was I was just gonna uh, do uh, tell us about like that when you started your research. You know, when you you said it became obvious that Algorand was the the place to go. Yeah. What what was it uh, that drew you particularly like to Algorand? Yeah. Yeah. So the quick times, so under four point five seconds of finality. That's one of the key things you can't have uh, transactions taking. 10 seconds, 20 seconds is already a lot. Um, so I think when we look at that timeline, that's number one. Cost is another one. It has to be really fast and, and really quick, uh, or sorry, really cheap. And yeah. I think one of the more underrated parts about Algorand is in fact, the way it was designed is extremely decentralized and, and uh, the pure proof of stake system is actually quite impressive. Um, it's a learning curve. Once you learning to develop it on it, you have to think differently. Everything on the Algorand blockchain is pretty much an account, right? An address. Um, only types of communications are these transactions between them. So in a sense, you're quite limited in what you can do in a single uh, transaction or a single instance. But once you kind of add these together, they can become very complex uh, applications. Um, on the flip side of it is because of that simplicity and the limitedness of what you can do, it's a lot harder to, in a sense, design um, bad applications that are hackable. Uh, or you could design them, but you can catch those problems a lot easier um, because because of you know their documentation for Pytool is just quite a few uh, just quite a few pages. You can read it in half an hour sitting. You might not understand it right away, but uh, I like how straightforward it is. Excellent. Sweet. Okay. Well, why don't you tell us a little bit about your roadmap? Yeah. So right now we've entered the closed testnet phase and closed testnet is basically, um, we've been running the nodes internally, uh, and we have connected to a couple of data providers, which we'll be announcing over the next couple of weeks, uh, to provide that data. And so because at this moment it's about five to 10 data feeds, we're still quite limited. Um, we're focusing mainly on the actual consumers of the app, people who will be reading the algo, USD, uh, price pairs, and those initial partnerships. Um, and that's probably going to go on for two weeks. Uh, but then what we want to do is open it up to inf incentivize testnet in early January or at the latest middle of January, where we will start um, kind of adding bad fees to the system, trying to break the system in a way uh, and helping the community, seeing how the community members handle um, us trying to break the system by introducing bad feeds, um, by, by trying to, you know, do denial of service attacks. Um, and, and the goal is that by incentivizing individuals uh, in our incentivized test net, we can see how it works in the real world before it gets out there. Smart. Okay. So are you incentivizing those folks through the bounty program? Yeah, so we are working with a consulting firm on our tokenomics, uh, and we're probably going to reserve a small amount of tokens for the people who participate uh, in the incentivized testnet. Um, 
to help us test because we think it's going to be big and we want to replicate as much of the system as possible. So we're hoping we can get, you know, thousands of people participating, um, plan to get audited by February, late February, early March. I think that's the timelines we've been discussing. Uh, and then by the end of March, early April is, is more or less our, our target for mainnet. Um, and yeah. So uh, April mainnet. So testnet's going to run for a few weeks, and then uh, I mean, once you're done with that, is it the auditing process that really takes up uh, quite a bit of time? Yeah, the auditing process. You know, there's a wait list for for quality auditors. Mm -hmm. uh, okay. You know, they they take about three to four weeks, and during that time, we have to make sure our code is frozen. We can't make any more changes to the code um, to give them the opportunity to make sure that sign off on that code, uh, and from there right. it's just any updates and so yeah excellent okay cool mm -hmm. how about the um the algorand community at large how much interaction have you had with the algorand community outside of you know the event um, have you been to uh, you know some other um uh, i don't know uh, i don't know uh, like uh, meetups or uh have yeah. you just been uh, you know in involved in twitter have you kind of watched the community grow or have you been kind of in this silo hey let's just work on algorithm like let's just you know put our head down and and uh, and get this done yeah i've been on algorand on the technical side so mm -hmm. when they were in their forums the hackathons the uh you know the discord with the devs and I think I've been mostly hanging out uh, with the devs and the technical people uh, on the side there, um, talking about the, you know, them helping me, me helping what I can, uh, talking about the technical side of things. Uh, I think that's been most of our interest. So we have been with the community, but that side of the community. I do check, you know, the prices every day here and there. Um, you know, it's always curious, but that's more like a guilty pleasure, I would say. Okay. Well, I've got to, I've got to say thanks for letting us be the first time you've like really put yourself out there in the public forum, uh, you yes. know, to, to like get your exposure out to the Algorand community at large. Um, so we we appreciate that. It's a it's a very friendly community. Um, oh, educated, yeah. you, you know, um, more than most, they pay attention to things like this and they want to and they are eager for uh, more information about things like this. Mm -hmm. um, oracles in general seem to be sort of that like. I don't know. They, like they, they seem like just just out of reach for Algorand for so long. You know, they, they, you talk about things like Chainlink, and and there's there's you know there's other oracles on other networks. Can you talk to us just a little bit about you know what makes this one special? Number one, it's on Algorand, yes. Yeah. Um, but but what, what what's the differentiating factors here um, for you that maybe uh, you know the the community should know about high points? Yeah, that's that's a great question, uh, Monty. First of all, we're we're right now we're just focused on Algorand and we're building directly on layer one for Algorand. Um, so in that sense, you can almost consider us a decentralized application in a way. A lot of the other um, oracles out there are actually chains themselves uh, and connect onto, which is great because it allows them uh, to connect to multiple chains and we've been fo so focused on, on Algorand. Uh, and we, we really believe that you need a healthy network of oracles for, for for any blockchain. Um, and so it's, we would love to see kind of more coming out in this space. Uh, you know, back to my example of, of, of NBA, right? Where we're watching the same game. Uh, I play fantasy sports and the official scorekeepers get it wrong quite a bit. You know, they'll say somebody has a certain number of rebounds when they actually missed one. Uh, yeah. And what ends up correcting that is the millions of people watching who have stakes on the game. 
Uh, and what we're trying to do is bring those the same level of real world you know um, applications onto the blockchain so you know we, we kind of mentioned the bounty hunters earlier it's with everybody kind of hunting for bounties which means looking at incorrect types of feeds that's a further additional layer uh, of security that we're adding on is um, you know once the data is put onto the chain we have maybe 20 different people reporting if somebody's reporting maliciously we want to know that that person kind of got through all the other fail safes uh, and so when somebody reports it they have the chance to get rewarded for that um, and so we're adding not just multiple layers uh, but we're not making it complex we're not building a whole kind of side chain here we're doing we're hyper focusing on getting data onto the blockchain and getting it securely um, and, and and you know not reducing uh, adding security through reducing complexity in sense Sim simple is better in this case mm. yes simple is better. <clears throat> Okay. I would like to plug in though, I know a lot of people say Algo Oracle, how did you choose that name? Uh, we are building on the Algorand network, but we're actually using a lot of the same technology of Algorand. That's why we chose the Algo prefix. Uh, we're using their same cryptographic sortition algorithm, which is extremely fast, you know, thousands and thousands of accounts getting selected down to a second. Um, so things like using their verifiable random functions to select the next node to propose having a proposer, certifier, and a voter um, to put the next value onto the block, all that happening in seconds. Uh, that's really what drew us to our grant, and that's kind of why we chose to add the prefixes because we're using a lot of their open source technology to build this oracle. It's really great how, how much of that open source technology is um, available, readily accessible. And you've already mentioned the dev community. Like every dev that I have spoken to has been very willing to share information. And, you know, the Algorand team themselves has been very open and, and, and encouraging. So, uh, mm -hmm. you know, hats off to them. Um, I noticed your team is pretty robust now. Uh, you know, talk to us about the growth because, you know, short time, in a short time, um you know it, it's been what a little over a year it seems like something along those lines since you've decided to go the the oracle route and then now to this where now you're you're you're, you're getting media requests you are you know mm -hmm. you're, you're getting you're getting super grants you're getting you're getting noticed and you've got a pretty robust team now talk to us about that growth um just from from your perspective yeah it, it's it's grown pretty quickly um from kind of one or two of us back in the summer. So about 13 of us now. Um, okay. Yeah, and the very first people we got, <clears throat> excuse me, on the team were mathematicians and statisticians. And we wanted to look at historically how how it works, reporting data feeds and, and where inconsistencies come from and types of attacks that have happened. And so very first, we started off with doing research. Um, once we kind of got the research in the way, we started adding blockchain developers uh, once we got the blockchain developers, we knew uh, anything you build is as good as your community. We need feed providers uh, to, to kind of pull those feeds and they're going to be the heart of our oracle. We need people to run nodes. We need it as decentralized as possible. So we have to build a huge community. And then the marketing team came in. And so with that kind of approach, we did our research and we did our math. Um, we designed it kind of really well. Uh, and then we're building up the community now. Uh, so you know, you know, I know you said it's simple from the front end, and it is. Uh, but under under the hood, um, you know, we abstract away a lot of the complexity in in terms of uh, kind of what's going on. Yeah, there's still definitely a lot going on there. Um, mm -hmm. So talk to us about earning 
um, you know, uh, to, to participate in the Oracle. So there's a lot of different ways that yeah. people can earn, right? So I imagine if you're a feed provider, you're going to get incentivized. If you, uh, you know, you, you as the company, if somebody wants to plug into that service, I think there's going to be some kind of a charge there. And there's probably, uh, you know, these bounties. Talk to us about the earning potential in various different formats there. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, in, in the real world, there's these massive data providers and then there's the me medium data providers and then there's the small guys. And you find the quality throughout is, is generally very good. Um, sometimes the smaller guys may have a bit more downtime, but, you know, when they're working, they're working great. So we want to give an opportunity for everybody to participate in. So uh, you just need to kind of format your feeds in a way which you provide the data correctly. And we assume in the beginning, it's gonna be a lot of the smaller and medium guys who are willing to reformat some of their data points to, to fit into ours. Um, and then we assume once we get to a certain level of, of size, we'll probably have the bigger ones. But we do have a couple of big partnerships right out of the gate, so that's been great. Mm -hmm. uh, and so feed providers, you lock in your deposit to you know protect the system and make sure there's no bad, but your rewards are sent to your wallet immediately, and those are not kind of locked. So you can have your stake there um, and still get paid for doing the service and there's no lock-in period. You can leave at any time. Mm -hmm. uh, to run a node, it's going to be super simple, even for non-technical people. You just go to the download page, sign up, pay a deposit, and download the node. The node is just a piece of software written in Go that you can just install on your computer. All you need to do is provide it with your private key to authenticate you to the system. Uh, and then it can run in the background of your machine. It can run on anyone's background. I think uh, the only limitation is you kind of have to have it running uh, at least 22 hours a day. So you might have a server or you might have a dedicated machine at home running that node software. Uh, but it can be run on almost any computer out there today. Uh, the Bounty Hunters is, is kind of the last mile, right, where people go to the website and they look at who is reporting what. Uh, so if you know the current price of Algorand and you see someone reporting it as $50, you report that. And so the first person to report it kind of gets the largest share of the bounty, which is going to be slashed from the individual. The second person to report. So once you get about 30 people reporting a feed, you know, if you know about central limit theorem, 30 is kind of a magic number. Um, then it goes to the voting phase and then people vote on those reports. And same thing, once it gets to a certain number of votes, you know, it's going to be like, okay, these guys are bad. All those people who voted and reported get their stakes back uh, and they split the rewards in the order of who came first. Uh, and yeah, ultimately, the feed providers are, are going to be um, one of the main kind of consumers, or sorry, the feed consumers are going to be one of the main sources of payment. Uh, right. We're working out how those payments are going to work. Uh, right now, we're looking at subscription models, we're looking at one-time payments, things like that. Um, so nothing final in that sense, but ultimately, there will be some form of, uh, maybe even a soft paywall for more recent data. Uh, we don't want to pay all the whole thing. We want people to be able to use the application for maybe a bit more obscure. Uh, but ideally, we'll have kind of a Gora token, which will be powering uh, the feed. So the deposits and the stakes and the rewards will generally be in the Gora token, which will uh, help kind of create that ecosystem of self-sustaining uh, economy. Nice. Okay. Awesome. I think so. There, there's um, incentives all the way around to, uh, you know, create good actors, penalize the bad actors, um, mm -hmm. and and keep the uh, keep the system kind of uh, you know propelling itself forward, which is the idea there. So that's 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 how you keep everybody decentralized and and yeah. engaged. So that's good. Um, yeah. I know you touched on the roadmap earlier, and we're we're winding down here. But could you 
touch more towards you know the you've got some big milestones towards the end of your roadmap that i don't think we've really uh you know uh, hit on yet can you talk to us about the future past the test net pay phase past the uh you know the initial up and running kind of phase what, what's it look like a, yeah. a few years down the road you stole they, my they, question uh, oh sorry mm. that's okay <laughs> yeah. and, and thanks for asking that we're planned to be as decentralized as possible and, and we want to run almost as a DAO, a decentralized autonomous organization. And so we won't be in control of creating new feeds. And then earlier I mentioned you can do anything like the number of constellations in the night sky. Uh, we want a community member to go to the request a feed page, which is live now. You can input some basic math there. Um, like the acceptable median deviation and things like that. We'll guide you through like with documentation on how to do that. Uh, but the goal is the community proposes what feeds they want to see. They put the word out that these are the feeds they want to see and the calculator will kind of give them, hey, this is going to be the required deposit. This is going to be the types of rewards those feed providers will get. Uh, and then feed providers We'll probably see that, and you know, if you're first, the higher uh, amount of rewards you earn. So the goal is anybody can choose a feed that they want to see on the network, uh, and get community members to start providing feeds. And of course, running the node, it's agnostic; it doesn't really matter um, about the type of feed. So it, it, the goal is to keep it uh, decentralized as much as possible, and just have it running on its own, and having these community members um, pretty much running the entire system once it goes live. Excellent. Yes, yeah, that's that uh, that that self-generating flywheel is um, uh, the the pinnacle of uh, of success there. So where you could take a step back and just look at what your legacy is. Like, hey, we helped create that, and now it's now it could just keep going in perpetuity. Yeah, uh, I love it. All right, did I steal your Wait. question, or do you have another one, Lauren? You did, but I have more more so like more okay. comment. Um, if any anyone watching wants more information on Alg Oracle, you can check out their website. It's uh, algoracle.ai, correct? Yeah. And I'll also link it as well in the description box. Yeah, we, we got hundreds of people who messaged us who directly want to participate. We'll be reaching out to every single individual right now. Um, and and we're, we, we'd love as many people who participate in the different ways as possible right now. So uh, happy to get that communication. Fantastic. Perfect. Yeah. All right. Well, I think we are right at 26, 27 minutes, which is kind of the sweet spot for our audience. If we go to like a few more minutes longer, everybody starts bailing on us. So yeah. <laughs> it's it's been a pleasure to have you on. Um, we're going to have to do this again as you're, uh, you know, you hit some milestones. We'd love to have you yeah. back on the show so we can kind of touch base and, um, you know, get, get additional information out. And yeah. hopefully uh, I'd love to have you on so we can celebrate some wins with you. Uh, once you hit some milestones, yes. number of users, number of feeds those types of things your audio goes well yes we'll kind of catch up and see what's what's been happening yeah all right well for everybody out there thanks for watching uh go check out algorical and uh we'll post all the links there in the description for you abdul i'm sure we're going to talk to you very soon thanks love to be back